You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And be sure to check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. You know, when I was growing up, Kevin, uh, I, I think every, every kid that's um, big into baseball just gets into the records and you want to know who has that record, who has that other record. And when we were growing up, uh, there was the one name that stood tall above the rest in the home run total, and, and that was Hank Aaron. And uh, I just wanted to briefly mention how sad I was to hear about the news. Uh, I think the baseball world lost a really, not only a really great legendary baseball player, but um, a really good human being. And so I just thought that we should mention that at the top. Absolutely. An ambassador for the game and an ambassador for humanity, I would say. And yeah, he was the guy that when you were growing up, you couldn't have a conversation about baseball without hearing his name and, and having him mentioned. And it's just been, I got to say, like a sucky, I mean, 2020 was sucky for sure, but <laughs> In the baseball world, in terms of big names that have died and passed away recently, well, every week there's, there's right. sometimes multiple guys in a week. Like I, the list is going I, I need, on and on. And I don't know if it's all related to COVID or what, or just old age. I mean, guys, but it, it seems like more than usual for whatever reason. So Yeah, that, that should tell us we're all getting a little bit older. Hank Aaron was 86, but I just, I'm going to need a staff of, of, of doctors weekly checking in on, on Willie Mays and, and yeah. weekly checking on Sandy Koufax. We, uh, we, we got to keep those guys uh, as, as long as possible, have them do as many interviews, have them do as many just podcasts and interviews so that a lot of other baseball fans that did not get the chance to see those legends like we didn't will get to hear their wisdom. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, that would have really, and I think maybe this is a wake-up call for MLB. That's a prime opportunity. This is a prime opportunity now with who knows what's going to ha happen with the the baseball season and if we're even going to get through a full season and everything like that. But even during the shutdown, like you need some content for MLB Network. You need some content for MLB.com right. and all these other outlets. Why not do some more profile pieces on these guys and in-depth Zoom interviews and things like yes. that? So. I agree with you 100% on that. So, uh, again, our sympathies go out to the Hank Aaron family and everybody that uh, is associated with him. Just, I swear, like, every day it's, it's somebody that, that's dropping down. And, and at least for his sake, 86 years old, that's a pretty good that's, – that's beyond the median. I mean, you'd love to yes. see a guy like that be able to live to 100, but at least it wasn't like, you know, 65 or something like that. I think he lived – 
um, a very good and productive life for sure. So um, we'll move on from that and get into a little raised discussion on this Friday. We're recording on a Friday afternoon because uh, we both have a lot going on in our work lives, <laughs> personal lives, things like that. And uh, there, there's no baseball games going on right now. So we don't, we can kind of be more lax with uh, what time we record, but um, Ulysses, you know, this is the off season and, and there's a lot of articles that get published and pushed around and bantered about and things like that. And uh, our buddy, uh, Neil Solons, who is the Rays Radio pre and post game host, I would insert my uh, Neil Solons impersonation, but I might save that for another time. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect him, but um, you know, he does a really good job besides the broadcasting aspect of things. Uh, his writing skills and abilities too are pretty solid on their, I think it's Rays Radio blog, MLB blogs, whatever it is. I think right. it's it's housed on medium, but he, he, he writes a lot of good stuff on there. If, if you're looking for more content besides MLB.com and Mark Topkin and things like that, but he brought up a, a point and an argument that for 2021 MLB rosters should be expanded from the normal 25 or 26 man to 28 man. And he also argues for expanded or the 40-man roster to be expanded to maybe 43, 45, something along those lines, and the minor leagues to be expanded, those rosters. So basically, with the idea is that you're going from, theoretically, as of right now, you're going from a 60-game season to a 162-game season, you're going to need a lot of bodies. There's the These guys aren't... Uh, their their arms their legs yeah they can't you're you're basically tripling the amount of games over a short amount of time so with that said and and what he's put out there what do you think about that what do you how would you like to see the mlb roster constructed for 2021 you do you want it back to 26 28 should they go further should they go 30 man 35 man what are you looking at for for this season here I think the 28-man roster it would be fantastic. And uh, I say that for, obviously, all teams. I think it would be good for them to, to have those few extra bodies in, in the dugout. Uh, but with the Rays' point of view, this would be fantastic mm-hmm. uh, for the Rays because this is a good idea for a team built like the Rays, where they're not uh, – they don't have to depend on two, three big guys. And then like, you know, your Anthony Rendon, your Trout, like, okay, these are our two horses that'll get us to the promised land. It's just everybody contributes. So that that would make the race a little bit more of a powerful team, especially in a year where the Rays don't really have, or at least put out their plan for the starting rotation. Um, will they get an archer type guy? Maybe, um, uh, some people want packs and I don't see that happening. I, I think they're going to go to the bargage bin, uh, bargain, bargain bin. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good, Hey, bargage, bargain and garbage. <laughs> hey, they signed David Hess and, uh, there you go. They signed somebody the other day, some guy who's, who's bounced around Yaxel Rios. That's your big signing there. Yeah. Career so 70 RA or something in the majors between the, the pirates. And I don't even know which teams he's pitched for, but those are your moves you're looking at right now. Yeah. It's not Kluber. So, 
It's no probably not going to be Archer either. It's going to be Yaxel Rios exactly. and Chris Ellis and David Hess. That's what we're looking at here. So if that's the plan, then wouldn't it be nice to have a couple of guys going at uh, piggybacking off each other? Couldn't we see a Honeywell mm-hmm. and a JJ Goss kind of like you baby Chirinos and, and Yarbrough into the rotation uh, with the opener and, and being bulk guys, I think you could do the same thing with the young guys. Get Goss in there. Get Joe Ryan in there. Uh, get Fleming and, and just combine them into Honeywell into a role. McKay, when he's healthy, which will probably be like June, um, yeah. and get them some MLB time. I think that would be fantastic for them. So that's why I would love the the expanded rosters. But really, even if you look at it a league way, Kevin, this is exactly the, the time where you should do this this thing. I mean, the, the Players Association and MLB could not come to an agreement of vaccination during COVID. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? COVID's going to happen. Guys are going to get COVID. It's, it's, it's just science. They're going to get COVID. I, I guarantee every team is going to get hurt by this. You're going to lose yeah. that guy for at least two weeks. So... Wouldn't it be nice to have those changes be done during COVID so you can get ready for the season? And like you said, the injuries piled up on every team, but especially the Rays in the pitching side. To have those extra two, three guys on the roster um, to come up at a time where you would need that, I I think that's fantastic. I think that would be a great idea. Yeah, and I think that at some point, I find it hard to believe that they would go all the way back to 26 man roster. I mean, in 2020, weren't they at 30 man? And then I think in August or around there, they dropped it to 28 and kept it at 28 and then had the taxi squad. I think that's the big key is, you know, whatever it is, if it's 26, 28, to me, it doesn't really, that doesn't necessarily matter all that much, but it's having, you better have some kind of taxi squad. You better have some kind of, safety net in there where you can pull some players on a dime if need be. And Ulysses, you mentioned it. This could be big for the Rays um, in 2021 and particularly with the rotation, because we talk about if they really are going to go from a 60 game season to 162 game season. And then we consider all the, the guys that everybody's talking about. Well, we have Brendan McKay. We have Joe Ryan. We have Shane McClanahan. We have Louis Patino. Uh, a lot of those guys, they're not going from, you know, 60, 70 innings to 150 or 180 innings. They're going from basically zero innings exactly. to 150, 175 innings. Moreover, a lot of these guys that are, you know, being called up from the minor leagues, theoretically, that the Rays are going to have to rely upon, in the minors, they never pitched 150, 180. They're, they're maxed out at 120, basically. I mean, yeah. Luis Pat- Patino's never pitched more than – he's never pitched 100 innings during a minor league season. And so that, that tells me – and if you're not going to make any moves or you're not going to make any significant moves between now and opening day, you're going to see a lot of Josh Fleming, which I'd be okay with, but you're also probably going to see, hey, get ready for Trevor Richards, guys. Get ready for Aaron Sleegers. And again, I go back to it. Look, I, I'm excited as, and I hate to like diatribe this into a discussion about the the 28-man roster and how how big the roster should be in 2021, but we have to realize that, you know, Michael Jordan took a year off from basketball. 
to play yes, baseball. He did. When yeah. he came back, he was still a great player, sure, but he took a step back. Of course. He was not the same player when he returned. We have to realize that with these minor leaguers, that not only did they miss an entire year, but they're also going to be expected to jump up another level, multiple levels in competition, and you, you still think that they're going to be superstars in year one. I just don't understand that. Look, I'm, I'm pumped about what this team's going to be in 23, 24, but 21, there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road and there's going to be a lot of growing pains. We just, to, we just have to acknowledge that, especially if it's a 162 game season and you're, you're pulling all these guys out. There, there has been a, a a clear divide in Rays fandom that I'm I'm seeing since since Game Six of the World Series, and I don't know why. Uh, it has become mutually exclusive to say that you it's it's either you're excited about the young guys in the rotation, uh, or there's been a step back. Why, why can't those two things be true at the same time? The Rays rotation has taken a clear step back. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you're not excited about the young pitchers like Patino, McClanahan, Fleming, Ryan, Goss. That, I mean, why does Rays fandom just make you pick one or the other? Why can't both be true? It seems like... That has been a, a, an ongoing theme in, um, in America for a lot of things. Yeah. It's either one or the other. Why can't we see the positive in, 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 in more things? And, and that really just, as Peter Griffin would say, grinds my gears, Kevin. It really grinds my gears. I, I can't, why can't I be excited about McClanahan and Patino and say, losing Snell and Morton, I don't like that. And I see that there's going to be a, 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 a step back. Why, why can't we say that? I really don't get it at all. Maybe people are just so gung-ho on, maybe it's just, we got we to gotta find a way to, to stay positive about this team going forward. I think that's part of it. I think we have to realize that, look, I think in the long run, yes, those moves or the move of trading Blake Snell, that's going to help the Rays in the long run. But in the short run, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting year. I think that's going to, that's, that's the operative word. It's going to be an interesting year in 2021 for the Rays. Patino and, and Fleming and Ryan and Goss may all have better careers than Snell. Okay, yeah. Th- that may be a fact. The probability is 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 not that high because Snell, you're talking already a Cy Young Award winner. That's not right. a very easy thing to do already. So, the the fact that you're losing that guy in a third place finisher in the Cy Young Award not two years ago, that has to tell you something. I, so that's actually one of the biggest gripes I have right now with race fandom is that and if you say the race rotation has taken a step back, then you it, then it automatically means you don't care about Patino, you yeah. don't care about McClanahan, and and you certainly don't care about Goss and Ryan. I think that's a ridiculous thing that's happening in race fandom, and it needs to stop. And how many players struggle in their rookie year? Like we talk about Nate Pearson, the number one right-handed pitching prospect in all of baseball. We talk about Brendan McKay, how much he struggled. Like these, these car, names that McKay. we're saying. Yes. <laughs> the, these names, like we, we say Joe Ryan and Shane McClanahan and Brent Honeywell, who hasn't pitched since 2017 at all. Uh, you, you might as well be saying like Bugs Bunny to me. That they're, 
they're not even to me they're not even like real life i don't know their question marks they're big some of these guys marks haven't pitched in an inning leagues. in the big leagues kevin and yeah. already people are, are are making them out to be saviors and, and all this thing i just i don't get it you can be excited but you can also say this rotation is is going to be yeah. worse than 2019 and 2020 like i mean that, i mean yes. at least on paper let them show up let them show up and then and produce and then you can say well actually no we were wrong the race rotation actually didn't didn't take a step back but right now it's a clear step back on paper especially when you're talking about a 162 game season i think the rays could get away with having all these young pitchers step in and step up if you have an 80 90 100 game season they're not as exposed and say okay, we'll have uh, Brennan McKay pitch three innings, four innings at a clip and do instead of consistently, because that's the other thing. Once we get to the dog days of summer, August, right. September, these guys are going to be worn down, which brings me to my next point that, you know, we, we talk about expanded rosters and I do think that is critical or, or at least a 28 man roster keeping that for 2021. I think that is absolutely hundred percent critical, yes. but I think MLB really what they should do. And I know this probably isn't great from a business standpoint in a money standpoint, but at some point the, the owners and the players association, I'm sure everybody has to come together and say, is 162 games really realistic going from 60 to 162? And then you add in spring training and then you add in what could be expanded playoffs. You look around some of the other sports leagues. What are they doing outside of the NFL? The NBA decreased their games. They, they went from an 82 game season to 72 games in 2021. The NHL took a much more drastic approach going from an 82 game season to 56 games. So basically cutting their, their percentage of regular season yeah. games by 33% by a third. I think MLB quite frankly should do the same thing. Go from 60 to a hundred, have a hundred game season, have a 110 game season. And I would quite frankly, keep a lot of the things in that they had from the 2020 season and just add just, okay, we're going to add, we're not going to go to 162. We're going to go to a hundred games. We'll keep expanded playoffs. We'll keep universal DH. We'll keep seven, inning double headers. We'll keep the, the 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 extra inning man on second rule we'll keep all that time that we'll, we'll keep all that stuff but i don't think we're comfortable with with jumping with tripling the season basically the, the issue here though that you have kevin is that all these other sports don't have it easy time-wise with baseball and by what i mean by that is that baseball is off and, and and by the time that it gets ramped up if they do uh say april 1st for game number one of 162, you would expect vaccination, the rollout to be way better and 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 now having four months of that the vaccination in place that it, it could help maintain right. a 162 game season. Basketball didn't have that. They're, they're, they've been playing for like a month and and football for God's sake since August and, and, and hockey just started. But again, it's the vaccination is not prevalent around the nation. So they have it a little bit worse. So maybe this season for them, it's like baseball's last yeah. season of 60 games and reduced. Now, 
I do see a merit of what you're saying of ramping up guys that pitched 30 innings and now teams are expecting them to, to, to pitch 130 innings that takes a toll on a body that takes a, a, a toll on, on the obliques, on the shoulders, on, yeah. on everything. If you're a position player or a pitcher, uh, regardless, you're going to see injuries. And that's why if we go back to the original point, this is like a Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah, Here we go. Basically. Back to the start. Uh, roster sizes, I think, should be increased. And you know what? While you're at it, be proportional. And if you're increasing to 28 from 26, well, maybe increase it to 43. Uh, but baseball likes, uh, you know, round numbers. So get it to 45. Get it to a 45-man yeah. roster, which also would help decision-making time before every year the Rule 5 draft. You can now you know, keep more of your pieces intact. I think clubs would appreciate that more than not. And again, in a race perspective, this would help a team like the race with a heavy farm system where they're not going to get poached from. Look, I know I'm just trying to argue on the race behalf to try to get them to the playoffs and try to get them back to the World Series by... If you have a hundred game season, you're not exposing those young pitchers as much and those young position players as well and preventing injuries and, and things of that sort. Really, for me, it's not even about, you know, the COVID thing. Um, that's honestly not my biggest concern anymore. It's about the players and how game 138, how's, how's Kevin Kiermaier going to feel if he even makes it to that point? And so many other right. guys like him too. And if you, if you start seeing all these stars drop like flies – then interest in the game wanes too. So I think that's another thing that has to be considered. I just think it's going to be, look, I know that it's probably going to happen. I just don't know how they're going to make that work. And um, especially when you consider all the travel, that's another thing that's going to be huge. And and for for all these players, like, will they still have to go through the quarantine protocols and stay in right. their hotel we rooms all day yes. for the course of 162 games season? That's not good. That is you're not gonna see crazy. You're gonna see crazy. Yeah. You're gonna see <laughs> you're gonna see some guys kind of lose it and and yeah. and 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 be on the field, maybe asking for fights or something just to get a little bit of human touch. And you know what? That would probably lead to more COVID cases because people you can't keep people in a cage. And right. at some point, I'm not gonna name they're any raised players' out. names, but they're wanna go they're gonna sneak out at night. They're gonna want yeah. they're gonna say they just wanted a cup of coffee and wanted to buy a pair of jeans or whatever it is. <laughs> There's a gap. I want to go. Kevin, there's a gap in front of me, okay? I need yeah. to go to the gap, and then I'm going to get my Frappuccino, extra caramel drizzle on it, uh, uh, and then, you know, go back to my hotel room, obviously. Jeez, man. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I think uh, it's funny. We also got some questions because there's so much discussion about the rotation. We got a question from Toby Nickerson this week on Twitter. When are we going to make more moves on a rotation? We just told you. They, they added uh, Yaxel Rios. That's your guy right there. That's your big move. And then... <laughs> what was uh, it? Bargage? Bargage bin instead of bargage? That is a new bargage. term. And I you should submit that to Merriam-Webster's Dictionary uh, <laughs> and try to get that patented because I think that is a great... Can I get money term. off it? Can I get it? Okay. And every sure time somebody some says bargage bin, I, can, I want, I want yeah. royalties. And then, again, another rotation question from Jake Stokes on Twitter. With talks of a reunion with Chris Archer and the Rays, why not reunite with Jake Odorizzi? Better track record over the past few years for a starter. I don't disagree with that. I think that's a good mm -hmm. point. I would love to see mm -hmm. the Rays go out and get Jake Odorizzi. Yeah. But uh, the, the fact of the matter is they're not going to want to pay Jake Odorizzi money, what Jake Odorizzi wants and what his agent wants. And that's that he wants a Kluber deal. 
He wants probably more than that. He probably wants a multi-year deal. You're, you're not right. signing Jake Odorizzi for one year, $3 million. And that's the problem. And you know what? Uh, prop bet here, he'll probably wind up with a team like the Blue Jays or something like that. And he'll probably do Oof. pretty well for him too. Like I could see him signing a two-year deal for $24 million. The Rays aren't going to go for that. As much as there's so many guys out on the market right now, and maybe there might be something where they're able to, to find a guy that, that's just desperate to get a job when the Rays move some of their guys like uh, Yanni Torinos to the 60-day the IL and everything. But it, you're, I think look for names like Chris Ellis, David Hess, Yaxel Rios. I think that's what we're, we're working with here as of right now. So uh, very good. Um, it is a Friday, which means we have baseball trivia. We'll have that. But first, we got to tell you about a couple of our good friends like betonline.ag. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust in the betting world, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It just doesn't make any sense at all. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and be sure to write locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, Ulysses, it is time for some baseball trivia. I will be grilling you today, of course. And my question pertains to something we discussed this week. Uh, of course, George Springer signing a six-year, $150 million deal with the Toronto Blue Jays. And we all know about his pedigree as a leadoff hitter and his pedigree for power at the leadoff spot. So my question pertains to that i have a list i have the top 10 leaders of guys who have led off a game by going yard most often in their career in the regular season so i've got a list of 10 names uh and i will say i'll give you a hint here george springer is eighth on this list with uh 39 leadoff home runs so home okay. runs from the leadoff spot. And I assume this means starting off a game with a home run. Either way, you kind of got to think about it as who were some guys who had some pop who batted in the leadoff spot right, right. a lot, very often. So that's kind of how you have to look at this question. And what I want from you is 
Okay, I, I've given you a little hint here that George Springer is eighth on this top ten list. Okay, with thirty nine, and of course he has he has one hundred seventy four home run runs in his career, but thirty nine leading off a game. I want three names, three more names on this top ten list. Ricky Henderson. You would be correct, and he is number one on the list with eighty one leadoff home runs. Derek Jeter. Good guess. He is not on this list, though, so that is strike one. Okay. I think he wasn't And I will say, two. a lot of these guys, you're you're about in the right era. A lot of these guys we have watched growing up, a lot of 2000s guys, several of these guys are in the Hall of Fame. Um, so that's something to consider as well. Craig Biggio. Great guess, and you are right. He is third on this list with 53 spent his uh, entire career with Houston unbelievable so that is two nah he wasn't a leadoff hitter now there's a couple of active players but they're kind of I don't know they're kind of I, I don't want to say obscure but they're not like jump out on the page so you're probably better off guessing guys who are you know between 2000 to 2010 12 something along those lines that's okay a lot of those types of guys here i see you i see you um man this is a this is a tough one because you got you got to think of that sneaky pop but they have to be fast enough to be a leadoff hitter because I mean yeah. not every team is like the Rays and they're going to put G-Man Choi batting first you know like that's yeah this in, is a lot of, a lot of these guys sometimes. you are you're on the right path a lot of these guys are center field type second base uh, have the combination I there's probably a lot of 20 20 30 30 guys maybe a 40 40 guy on here how so, about Alfonso Soriano I think I gave you too much of a hit there because Alfonso Soriano is number two on the list with 54. So that is quite remarkable that wow. you got. I, I asked for three names on the top 10 and you got the top three. <laughs> That's of Henderson, okay. Soriano and Biggio. My goodness. Uh, but if Springer's eighth, there's a lot of good baseball yeah. players. I mean, so I do don't remember keep guessing or do you want to give me? You yeah, want, I'll give one I mean, more. you won this already. You already aced this test. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to go one more. Uh, Jeff Kent. No, he is not on this list. I imagine probably with in his career, probably mostly batted third or fourth third or fourth. Yeah. With okay. bond, something along those lines. So, um, okay. So of course, one is Ricky Henderson. Two is Alfonso Soriano. Three is Craig Biggio. Four is Ian Kinsler with 48. Ah. Five is Curtis Granderson with 47. Mm. Six is Jimmy Rollins with 46. Okay. This is a surprising one. Number seven is Brady Anderson with 44. I think wow. a lot of those home runs probably happened in that year where he went from like 15 home runs to 50. <laughs> he had that uh, very interesting jump in home run production. I wonder what that could have been from. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I Creams. imagine a lot of the bulk of that. He is kind of the outlier here. Like he was a good player and all, but. I mean, these names kind of have a little bit more panache to them. George Springer, of course, eight with 39. 
number nine, Ichiro Suzuki with 37. Oh, okay. And then uh, 10, there's a tie with two players. And I believe they're both still active. Charlie Blackman and Shin Su Chu with 36. Right. Well, that's a good list. So, that's a good list of players right there. Yeah. A lot really of those guys list. are Hall of Famers or soon to be Hall of Famers. Or Some of them are in the good. Hall of Very Good. You could yeah, even Hall of very know, good. Make, make an argument for that. No, that, that was a fun that was a fun trivia question, man. Yeah. And based off that, we we gotta end the show with a guess that war, name that war. So my name that war for you. By the way, is just real yeah. quick. We need like a little theme for for guess that war. A little music or na- name that war. Name that war. Name that war. Intern McGee, get over here. <laughs> Come up with a jingle, damn it. Let's go, man. He hasn't done anything today. He's been very unproductive. You know, he actually, my coffee was actually not piping hot. He just, you know, it was just Did you throw lukewarm. it warm. Not okay. I should have. I should have. See, that's what Intern McGee product. actually. What he does is he. He drives between my house and your house, just delivers yeah. us coffee. Yes. So, yes. Uh, one of these days, we'll have to promote him from intern to paid intern, McGee. Okay. But in the media business, a lot of guys, if you're an intern, you're working for free. It's slave labor, free, basically. Right. We, pay you you we pay you with experience. We pay you with experience. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing ever. Anyway, <laughs> for the record, there is no, we don't have an intern, McGee. So if the feds are after us, this is... right. We're just playing here. So take the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Take the joke there. I'm sure we'll get some hate mail from somebody. <laughs> I, I'm sure we offended somebody there along the lines. Anyway, uh, the guy who was number one on this list, Ricky Hander, Ricky Henderson. What is his career war? Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to go with. Eighty five. Okay. Uh, good guess. I'm going to give you another chance. Um, let me just give you some some numbers to chew on. Uh, of course, he's in the Hall of Fame, former MVP, 10-time All-Star, Gold Glove, two-time World Series winner, three-time Silver Slugger, uh, played in the majors for 25 years, 297 career home runs, career 127 OPS+. plus. Of course, he had 1,406 stolen bases i mean these are ops okay. was 820 on base percentage 401 i mean these are these are nasty numbers i wish he would have gotten three more home runs to get 300 that would have been nice but i mean these are okay so the, what you're saying is i I'm, I'm cutting him short yes you are cutting him short but how this guy short? referred I mean, I would... to himself in the third person consistently you know <laughs> he's got a pretty darn i don't want to overshoot Okay, I'm gonna overshoot here. Um, 109. Oh, you are so close, and you did not overshoot, sir. 111.2. Wow. Is yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. That's well. When you good. when you when you take third base off, and 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 you say I am the greatest. That's just the best thing ever. Yeah. That's that. We need more of that in baseball. When you frame your million-dollar signing bonus, you're something special. (laughs) You're a special player. I feel like there's – we don't, like, talk about Ricky Henderson enough. I feel like we should be talking about him more, maybe because it's the lack of home runs. But 
talk about just a transcendent talent in so many different yeah. ways. Like, has a movie been made about this guy? Like a, right. like a like, big how is major there not motion a re- picture? Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. I'm sorry. Look, Maybe I'm a race fan, but there needs to be a Ricky Henderson movie before a Randy Rosarena movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. I, I feel like that, that Randy movie is going to be very low budget. It's going to be like, I don't even know if I yeah. want to watch it. Like if they don't cast, what, what was it? Denzel Washington's son His kid, yeah. as the lead character. Yeah. Uh, or as Randy, I guess. I mean, the lead character. Yeah. Uh, I'm not watching the thing because I, I don't care. I've, I've already just... casted him. That's the guy. Pay him what you have to pay him. Don't raise <laughs> this thing. Well, don't, don't try to, don't try to G-Man Choi short change or Ryan Yarbrough short change on this budget issue. So oh, just throwing well, yeah. that out if, there. If, if Stu is uh, the producer there, then you, you bet your bottom dollar, the budget's going to yeah. be real tight. Real tight. If, if Stu was a movie producer, it would just all be art house films. That's all everything, it is. Every, everything would be shot on iPhones, on your yes. personal iPhone. He wouldn't even like give you like, oh, this is the company's iPhone or an iPad. And he's like, no, you have your own phone. Cool. Shoot it yeah. with that. It'd probably be a situation too where he pays the producers more than the actors and actresses, right? <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. Sort of like the front office type deal. Like, hey, we it's hey, we can find any actor or actress to to play whoever. There's so many people out there, but it all comes down to uh, the production and the directors and everything like that. Anyway, That's we're right. going on a diatribe here. Uh, <laughs> sure, we'll get okay. That, let's leave let's leave it on that note fun friday yes. show there hope you guys enjoyed uh that wraps up this edition of locked on rays uh reminder tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on mlb prospects hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we'll talk to you next week peace